0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What do you do when exhaustion and depression stop you in your tracks? After her own experience, Pastor Juanita Rasmus learned how to be with God and herself all over again. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. get in the word, and may the word get in us. Open
1: our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your word. Old Testament reading, Numbers chapters 35 through chapter 36. Chapter 35, the Levitical cities. Then the Lord spoke to Moses in the Rift Valley plains of Moab, along the Jordan near Jericho. He said, instruct the Israelites to give the Levites towns to live in from the inheritance the Israelites will possess. You must also give the Levites grazing land around the towns. Thus they will have towns in which to live, and their grazing lands will be for their cattle, for their possessions, and for their animals. The grazing lands around the towns that you will give to the Levites must extend to a distance of 500 yards from the town wall. You must measure from outside the wall of the town on the east 1,000 yards and on the south side, 1,000 yards, and on the west side, 1,000 yards, and on the north side, 1,000 yards, with the town in the middle. This territory must belong to them as grazing land for the towns. Now from these towns that you will give to the Levites, you must select six towns of refuge, to which a person who has killed someone may flee, and you must give them 42 other towns. So the total of the towns you will give the Levites is forty-eight. You must give these together with their grazing lands. The towns you will give must be from the possession of the Israelites. From the larger tribes you must give more, and from the smaller tribes fewer. Each must contribute some of its own towns to the Levites, in proportion to the inheritance allocated to each. The cities of refuge. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When you cross over the Jordan River into the land of Canaan, you must then designate some towns as towns of refuge for you, to which a person who has killed someone unintentionally may flee. And they must stand as your towns of refuge from the avenger in order that the killer may not die until he has stood trial before the community. These towns that you must give shall be your six towns for refuge. You must give three towns on this side of the Jordan, and you must give three towns in the land of Canaan. They must be towns of refuge. These six towns will be places of refuge for the Israelites, and for the resident foreigner, and for the settler among them, so that anyone who kills any person accidentally may flee there. But if he hits someone with an iron tool so that he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer must surely be put to death. If he strikes him by throwing a stone large enough that he could die, and he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer must surely be put to death. Or if he strikes with a wooden hand weapon so that he could die, and he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer must surely be put to death. The avenger of blood himself must kill the murderer. When he meets him, he must kill him. But if he strikes him out of hatred or throws something at him intentionally, so that he dies, or with enmity he strikes him with his hand and he dies, the one who struck him must surely be put to death, for he is a murderer. The avenger of blood must kill the murderer when he meets him. But if he strikes him suddenly, without enmity, or throws anything at him unintentionally, or with any stone large enough that a man could die, without seeing him, and throws it at him, and he dies, even though he was not his enemy nor sought his harm, then the community must judge between the slayer. And the Avenger of Blood, according to these decisions. The community must deliver the slayer out of the hand of the Avenger of Blood, and the community must restore him to the town of refuge to which he fled. And he must live there until the death of the high priest, who was anointed with the consecrated oil. But if the slayer at any time goes outside the boundary of the town to which he had fled, and the Avenger of Blood finds him outside the borders of the town of refuge, and the Avenger of Blood kills the slayer, he will not be guilty of blood, because the slayer should have stayed in his town of refuge until the death of the high priest. But after the death of the high priest, the slayer may return to the land of his possessions. So these things must be a statuary ordinance for you throughout your generations, in all the places where you live. Whoever kills any person, the murderer must be put to death by the testimony of witnesses, But one witness cannot testify against any person to cause him to be put to death. Moreover, you must not accept a ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death. He must surely be put to death. And you must not accept a ransom for anyone who has fled to a town of refuge to allow him to return home and live on his own land before the death of the high priest. You must not pollute the land where you live, for blood defiles the land and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed there, except by the blood of the person who shed it. Therefore do not defile the land that you will inhabit, in which I live. For I, the Lord, live among the Israelites. Chapter 36 Women and Land Inheritance Then the heads of the family groups of the Gileadites, the descendants of Machir, the descendants of Manasseh, who were from the Josephite families, approached and spoke before Moses and the leaders who were the heads of the Israelite families. They said, The Lord commanded my Lord to give the land as an inheritance by lot to the Israelites. And my Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the inheritance of our brother Zelophehad to his daughters. Now if they should be married to one of the men from another Israelite tribe, their inheritance would be taken from the inheritance of our fathers and added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they may marry. As a result, it will be taken from the lot of our inheritance. And when the jubilee of the Israelite is to take place, their inheritance will be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they marry. So their inheritance will be taken away from the inheritance of our ancestral tribe. Moses' Decision Then Moses gave a ruling to the Israelites by the word of the Lord. What the tribe of the Josephites is saying is right. This is what the Lord has commanded for Zelophehad's daughters. Let them marry whomever they think best. Only they must marry within the family of their father's tribe. In this way, the inheritance of the Israelites will not be transferred from tribe to tribe. But every one of the Israelites must retain the ancestral heritage. And every daughter who possesses an inheritance from any of the tribes of the Israelites must become the wife of a man from any family in her father's tribe so that every Israelite may retain the inheritance of his fathers. No inheritance may pass from tribe to tribe, but every one of the tribes of the Israelites must retain its inheritance. As the Lord had commanded Moses, so the daughters of Zelophehad did. For the daughters of Zelophehad, Melah, Tirzah, Hoglah, Milcah, and Noah, were married to the sons of their uncles. They were married into the families of the Manassehites, the descendants of Joseph, and their inheritance remained in the tribe of their father's family. These are the commandments and the decisions that the Lord commanded the Israelites through the authority of Moses in the Rift Valley plains by Moab, along the Jordan River, opposite Jericho. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 1-18, through 18, The Covenant Setting This is what Moses said to all of Israel in the Transjordian wilderness the arid rift valley opposite Suf, between Paran and Tophel, Laban, Hezaroth, and Di-Zahab. Now it is ordinarily an 11-day journey from Horeb to Kadesh Barnea by way of Mount Seir. However, it was not until the first day of the 11th month of the 40th year that Moses addressed the Israelites just as the Lord had instructed him to do. This took place after the defeat of King Sihon of the Amorites, whose capital was in Heshbon and King Og of Bashan, whose capital was in Ashtaroth, specifically in Idria. So it was in the Transjordan, in Moab, that Moses began to deliver these words. Events at Horeb The Lord our God spoke to us at Horeb and said, You have stayed in the area of this mountain long enough. Head out and resume your journey. Enter the Amorite Hill Country, in all its neighboring areas, including the Rift Valley the hill country the foothills the Nagav, and the coastal plain all of canaan and lebanon as far as the great river that is the euphrates look i have already given the land to you go occupy the territory that i the lord promised to give your ancestors abraham isaac and jacob and to their descendants i also said to you at that time i am no longer able to sustain you by myself the lord your god has increased your population to the point that you are now as numerous as the very stars of the sky. Indeed, may the Lord, the God of your ancestors, make you a thousand times more numerous than you are now, blessing you just as he said he would. But how can I alone bear up under the burden of your hardship and strife? Select wise and practical men, those known among your tribes, whom I may appoint as your leaders. You replied to me that what I had said to you was good. So I chose as your tribal leaders wise and well-known men, placing them over you as administrators of groups of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens, and also as other tribal officials. I furthermore admonish your judges at that time that they should pay attention to issues among your fellow citizens and judge fairly, whether between one person and a native Israelite or a resident foreigner. They must not discriminate in judgment, but hear the lowly and the great alike nor should they be intimidated by human beings. For judgment belongs to God. If the matter being adjudicated is too difficult for them, they should bring it before me for a hearing. Instructions at Kadesh Barnea. So I instructed you at that time regarding everything you should do.
0: New
1: Testament Reading Romans Chapter 1 Verses 1 through 17. Salutation. From Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. This gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who was a descendant of David, with reference to the flesh, who was appointed the Son of God in power, according to the Holy Spirit, by the resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we have received grace and our apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles on behalf of his name. You also are among them, called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those loved by God in Rome, called to be saints. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul's desire to visit Rome. First of all, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed throughout the whole world. For God, whom I serve in my spirit in the gospel of his Son, is my witness that I continually remember you, and I always ask in my prayers, if perhaps now at last I may succeed in visiting you according to the will of God. For I long to see you, so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually comforted by one another's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I often intended to come to you and was prevented until now, so that I may have some fruit even among you, just as I already have among the rest of the Gentiles. I am a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. Thus I am eager also to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome, the power of the gospel. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel, from faith to faith. Just as it is written, the righteous by faith will live. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are indeed of the head of the church. You uphold the church by the power of your love. And we thank you that even in the midst of turbulence and credibility issues and pain within churches, local churches, denominations, international organizations, ministry organizations, we are so grateful that you alone, Jesus, are the head of the church. And yet in your divine wisdom, you bring forth earthly leaders. And you offer to us deep and important characterological requirements for such leadership. Help us to be sensitive to that, O God, knowing that you don't regard the external but the interior, the heart of the leader, O God. So we thank you, O Lord, for good leaders near and far. We know that there are some amongst us for sure, and we thank you for them. We are reminded by the Apostle Paul's words, this tenderness, this love, this longing to be with the people of God in a particular community. Let that be so amongst all of us, that all of us who are listening right now, we pray, O God, that we would have that type of affection and connection to a local community of believers. We pray oh God that when we move on to a new location and maybe to a new church or new ministry oh God that it would matter to us that our absence would matter to the people that are there and our departure would matter to us because we have real and deep and true relationships amongst communities of believers. And we pray oh God for pastors and for leaders, ministry leaders oh God to to lead with love the type of love that makes the people of God, the people within that community come to their mind, that they bring those people before God over and over again and long to be with them and long to see the stirring up of their spiritual gifts at work, every single person. We thank you, O God, that you have placed gifts into each of the believers by the power of the Spirit. And we pray, O God, for the type of leaders who don't long to be the only one with gifts, but who long to stir up the gifts amongst the people of God, who stand as cheerleaders. God, we thank you that this is actually true, that there are leaders like this amongst us, and we pray that you would raise up more and that you would help us each to love and to serve right where we are in our local communities. In Christ's name we pray, amen and amen.
0: Juanita Rasmus experienced what she called the crash and what her counselor labeled a major depressive episode. This landed Juanita, a busy pastor, mother, and community leader in bed. When everything in her life finally came to a stop, she found that she had to learn to be with herself and with God all over again. If you are longing for a trustworthy companion through dark days, this book is for you. Each chapter includes life-giving spiritual practices to help you discover your own new ways of being. Get your copy of Learning to Be